and I'm joined now by RNZ business reporter Anan Zaki. Kia ora, Anan. The former Marsden Point refinery has ramped up profits. Kia ora, Charlotte. Yes, uh, Channel Infrastructure, the former Marsden Point refinery, has doubled its four-year profit with its transition to a fuel storage terminal from oil processor almost complete. Profit was just over $24 million, despite a 13% fall in revenue. Chief Executive Rob Buchanan says fuel volumes are approaching pre-COVID levels and the company is focused on growth. In 2023, we submitted to the government's onshore diesel reserve tender. In addition, we continue to look for other opportunities to assist our customers with their supply chain resilience, including opportunities that allow us to repurpose the approximate 400 million litres of unutilised storage capacity we still have at Marsden Point. Any new storage tank conversion will take around two years in line with the private storage conversion. Rob Buchanan says it's also working at the import and storage of sustainable aviation fuel. Channel expects full-year operating earnings between $91 and $95 million. Fresh produce grower and exporter TNG Global has put some expansion plans on hold and moved to cut costs and debt as it recovers from Cyclone Gabrielle. The company posted a full-year loss of $46.6 million compared with a million-dollar loss the year before. The cyclone wiped out parts of its apple-growing operation in Hawke's Bay and necessitated emergency financial backing of its owner, German-based Bayvar. Chief Executive Gareth Edgecombe says the firm has trimmed its spending and ambitions in the near term to ensure a profit this year. We did make significant tweaks to uh, the amount of new capital we were putting into new projects because essentially the role that we have to look at going forward is to restore profitability and stability to the, to the profit and loss accounts and then drive down our debts to make sure that we're in a really stable position. That's TNG Global Chief Executive Gareth Edgecombe. And there'll be more on the company's result and operations in the rural news after the 12.30 news headlines. Squeezed household budgets and slowing activity are putting pressure on regional economies. Economics consultancy Infometrics estimates regional activity slowed to 0.7% in the December quarter on, on the year before amid high inflation and rising interest rates. Principal economist Brad Olson says residential building in particular has fallen sharply in some areas. The likes of Wellington seeing a massive 56% fall over the last year, Auckland down 33%, but you've also seen stronger numbers come through from the likes of Nelson, Hawke's Bay, Gisborne and the West Coast. So still uh, you know, uh, some pockets of, of strength. We're still seeing tourism activity uh, remain in a better place than a year ago across the country. So those are some bright spots. It's just that those uh, storm clouds continue to get darker. Brad Olson says the primary sector is feeling the inch of higher interest rates and lower commodity prices, while jobs are getting harder to find. Tougher economic times seem to be driving more people to selling and buying second-hand goods. A report on circular trading by online marketplace TradeMe shows an 11% increase in the number of people buying second-hand goods compared to pre-COVID in 2019. 
Trade Me's Sally Feinson says online trading and second-hand goods has developed into a business for some entrepreneurs. entrepreneurs. You've got people who do it as a bit of a side hustle, so they it's not necessarily their day, day job, but they make a good little bit of extra income out of it. But for a number of our members, over time, what starts as a hobby does develop into a full-blown business. And we do see that a lot in that collectible and vintage space where people source their items from lots of places, but Trade Me is the best place to sell those and turn that into the business. And Trade Me estimates the sale of 20 items can add up to about $1,300 based on last year's average selling price of items sold on the website. Well, the Reserve Bank wants monthly inflation numbers and more frequent revamps of what goods and services are in the consumer price index. Governor Adrian Orr says they're a bit hampered by the lack of up-to-date price movements. At present, Stats NZ produces monthly numbers on food prices, transport, rents and a few other minor items, which account for just under half of the consumer price index. But a full CPI is produced only quarterly, and what makes up the basket is reviewed only every three years. Adrian Orr says better and more timely numbers would help. They need to be discussing with with the government because uh, to be part of um, an OECD nation, I think we are starting to look like an outlier where we only have quarterly CPI rather than monthly. And we're rebalancing the weighting in our CPI not often enough. Uh, so, you know, ready data makes better decisions. That's the RBNZ Governor Adrian Orr, and StatsNZ has been approached for comment. Well, let's check in on the financial markets now, and we're joined by James Hunter of Jardin. Uh, good afternoon, James. How are the markets looking this morning? Ah, good afternoon. Uh, yeah, obviously US market's a little bit weaker as investors are awaiting the release of the Federal Reserve's key PC inflation data. Uh, the Reserve's bank uh, decision yesterday to hold the uh, OCR um, and obviously signalling the lower interest rate track gave New Zealand such a small boost yesterday afternoon. Uh, the New Zealand market today down slightly, currently around uh, 11695. Key performers locally at the moment are Oceania Health um, up 1.7% to 59 cents. Heartland Group are up about 1.6% to $1.24 and Vector up around about uh, 1.3% to $3.81. Uh, few detractors in the New Zealand market today, we've got uh, mostly listed property stocks, uh, precinct um, down around 3.3%, Investor down 2.73%, Tried also down 2.3%. Okay, uh, just a little quiet there at your end. Um, how's it looking over in Australia, James? Um, ASX opened uh, just before, currently down slightly to 7.653. Top three stocks in Australia at the moment. We've got Arcadium up 2.5% to $7.80. We've got Karoon Energy up 2.4%. To one dollar ninety-one, and Goodman Group up two point one five percent to twenty-nine dollars and forty-four cents. Um, some detractors in the Aussie market. We've got Helia Group down three point eight percent to four dollars and five cents. ResMed down three point eight percent to twenty-six dollars thirty-seven, and Chalice Mining down three point seven seven percent to one dollar twenty-one. 
Okay, the New Zealand dollar, we saw it obviously a bit softer yesterday following the RBNZ decision. How's it looking at the moment? Uh, New Zealand dollar is reasonably stable against most of our major trading currencies at the moment, currently sitting at uh, 0.6098 US dollars um, against the Aussie. We're currently at um, 93 cents we've got against the pound. We're currently trading at um, 0.48 against the pound. Euro is pretty flat, um, 0.5625. Japanese yen, we're up slightly to 91.87 and the Chinese yuan we are currently at 4.389 And interest rates oil and gold? Um, Three month bank bill rate is currently flat um, at 5.68 the uh, Brent oil spot rate is up slightly to 85.82 and gold currently sitting at around about 2,035 US dollars per ounce Thank you, James. That's James Hunter of Jardin with our market update. And we'll have a wrap of the day's news and numbers around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, Charlotte, that's business. Kelda. Mama here, Nan. Thank you very much.